This is Quiz Bowl Cast, episode 58E, 2009 Chicago Open Trash Tournament Mirror, round six between unrestricted free agents and Silicon Rage. Alright, toss up one. One scene in this work sees a character appealing to the myth that snakes will avoid people of his profession after failing to notice an interloper's shoelessness. That happens after he was compelled to walk home from his supervisor... McBride's house. One symbolic exchange in this film involves the gift of a back, back collar stud, which leads one character to claim that another's dishevelment typifies the titular place, even though it is actually the result of an attempt to help Richard Fielding. The primary climax of this film is set up by the Alec Guinness portrayed Professor Godbowl's refusal to set out on an inauspicious day and by the anachronistic provision of port wine for Mrs. Moore, which in part leads to her separation from the main characters on a trip to the Marabar Caves. For 10 points, Passage to India? It's 10. Oh, okay. Keep going. What? Uh, oh, your bonus. A later work by the artist responsible for this song reveals that it was written in Chelsea Hotel for the artist's then wife, Sarah, for 10 points each. Name this Bob Dylan song in which the titular figure is repeatedly asked whether the speaker should leave his warehouse eyes and Arabian drums by her gate or wait. Woman? It's Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands. Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands is the final song on this first significant double album in rock, comprising side uh, four of its original vinyl release. Uh, blonde on Blonde? Sorry. Blonde on Blonde? Yes. A more familiar Blonde on Blonde song is this one, which opens the album with a uh, series of not especially clever double entendres about getting stoned. Uh, so, Rainbow Woman? Rainy Day Woman. Unprompt. Number 35. Uh, well, it's 12 and 35. Yeah, number 12. Mm. That sucks. So that's uh, 10 hats. Toss up two. In this country, members of the metal band Stress and Heme emerged to form Turbo, while this country spawned Prague rock group SVB. In one movie, this country is home to the Phantom, Nikki Grace's in-laws, and multiple murdered prostitutes, according Lee, much of David Lynch's Inland Empire was set and shot in this country. Though the song is originally Czech, Josen and Z Blazin, Z Bazin became an internet meme after a comedy group from this uh, country rewrote the lyrics to mock Donald Tusk. This country's most famous director debuted with a feature translated as Knife in Water, though he's also done English films like Repulsion, Rosemary's Baby, and a movie set in... Where's it from? Poland? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> That is ten. Uh, for ten points each, name these players who were instrumental in helping the Rams win the third game, three games that made them only the second worst team in NFL uh, last year. Uh, this running back had 1,024 yards in only 12 games and scored three touchdowns in the Rams' victory over the Cowboys. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Torrey Holt had his worst season since his rookie year with only 796 receiving yards. As a result, the Rams released him, and he has gone to the slightly greener pastures of this team. Atlanta. The Jacksonville Jaguars. This quarterback, who spent time at two Floridian universities, only played in the Rams' loss to Chicago this past season, but it's safe to assume his tireless efforts on the bench helped lead them to their three wins. <laughs> Berlin? Yes, so that is 20. Top. Nice. 
Um, toss up three. In one track on this album, the artist claims to be like an F-350 tank, never empty, and notes, I told her toolbox, bitch, it's hammer time. Another track from it asks, what have I done so bad? What is my destiny? A video for one song of this album stars Tammy Torres as the title law enforcement figure and features someone whose uniform pants are so tight that the artist thinks... Uh, Dio Carter? I uh, no. Um... Clear. Okay, so that's next five. Um... Uh... Thinks he could date her. In the wittiest track on this album, the artist tries to assist a number of other rappers, including one whose confidence is down and who lacks respect for the game, leading him to decide to start by working on Kanye's heart. Jay-Z drops in on a track which asks, Tell me where have you been? In singles from this album, whose cover is a disturbing pic- baby picture of its artists include A. Millie and the Infectious Lollipop. For 10 points in this 2009 album by Lil Wayne. This should be the Carter 3? Yeah. What did you say? I forgot a three. Is it that far away? That's okay. Oh, man. That's too bad. Um, episodes uh, of this show feature ads for Viridian Dynamics, the company which employs the title character for 10 points each. Mm-hmm. Name the sitcom whose uh, characters okay. include the title character's daughter, Rose. Chris and the eerily effectless Veronica Palmer. Answer. Just shoot me. Better off Ted. Andrea Anders, who plays Linda on Better Off Ted, has previously appeared as Alex Garrett, the title character's neighbor and love interest on this NBC sitcom. Oh yeah. Answer? Um, it's Joey. Joey. Uh, Joey also starred Drea de Matteo as the title imbecile sister, though she may be better known for playing this girlfriend of Christopher Moltisanti on The Sopranos. What's the girlfriend's name? I can't remember her either. Yeah. I'm watching season one. <laughs> Answer? Adriana. Yes. 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 Good pull. Um, so that's ten. Wait, ten. Ten. ten, ten. Okay, the they the first one. Okay. Thank you. Uh, four. Uh, this athlete was described as a caged leopard waiting to strike by his coach, Jasmine Rapesa, in 2008. This man, uh, man has four dollar signs on his back surrounding the tattoo of his self-proclaimed nickname, Young Money. This man's most infamous interview includes him describing his interviewer's wife, Tahiri, as the best girl ever, and describes his cousin Marcus Williams playing in Puerto Rico. That interview in which rapper Joe Budden speaks to this man sees him mock Ricky Rubio and say, Fuck the Knicks. Jennings. Yeah. Brandon Jennings. Oh, yeah. Brandon Jennings. He's an asshole. In this man's writings, he advocated overcoming yin yang dualism and asks, What do I care for your suffering for 10 points each? I didn't buy this author of Looking God in the Eye and Essays on Mind and Matter. It sounds so special, like I kind of fucked up. This is going to be rough. Um, get some Adler. Adler. It's uh, Chairman Shengji Yang. Whoa. Uh, Chairman Shengji Yang is the leader of the Hive, one of the civilizations in this game. In it, humans have resettled pla- uh, planet. 
which this orbits the titular star. Alpha Centauri? Is that what this game is? Alpha Centauri? Yeah. Uh, This famed game designer is responsible for Alpha Centauri as well as the Civilization series. Sid Meier. Sid Meier. Yeah, so that's 20. Without context, please. You're pretty much like in the dark. Okay, uh, toss up five. One character on this show used to compete as a martial artist under the name Naptime and was arrested for shooting a police officer. Another character on this show has a gay son named Ken who has helped him with computer problems. That character also has a son named Darius Parker who turned out to be a murderer and was played by Ludacris. In addition to the that character named for the author... Law SVU. Power. I don't watch any of them. This album includes songs such as Dory and Southern Point for 10 points each. Name this 2009 album that follow, the follow-up to 2006 Yellow House. It gets its name from a small island in Massachusetts. Um, Nantucket? Nantucket. It's uh, Vicka Temesset. <laughs> this band released Vicka Temesset. It was formed by Edward Drost, who conceived of this band's first album, Horn of Plenty. Vampire Weekend. It's a Grizzly Bear. In 2008, Grizzly Bear opened for this band, which, whose most recent album included songs such as Reckoner. Also, this band's albums include Hail to the Thief. That's Radiohead, isn't it? Yeah. Radiohead. It's ten. Um, toss-up six. This kind of action is referred to in the title of a song, which begins cryptically, feigning crazy when the sky breaks, and so been trying me so hard. A peasant named Lucas falls in love with Vindulka, the daughter of Paluki, in another musical work whose title refers to this action. In addition to the song by The Sea and Cake and that opera by Antonin Dvorak, another song whose title refers to this act notes that you nail me to the floor and push my guts all inside out, before proclaiming I never wanted this and I wish you were dead. That song opens an album which also includes Why Can't I Be You and Just Like Heaven, that album whose title... Re- repeatedly refers to this act is by The Cure. For 10 points, name this act, act which also titles artwork by Gustav Klimt and Auguste Rudin. Kiss, or like Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. <laughs> um, so. This film sees a character played by Chris Klein date a girl who was recently dating his sister for 10 points each. Name this film in which Jim McAllister sacrifices his career in a desperate attempt to sabotage Tracy Flick. Oh, election, right? Huh? I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure. What do you think? Uh, I, I thought it was something else, but it's not. Election. Uh, yes. Tracy Flick was uh, played by this actress whose recent film credits include Four Christmases. Witherspoon. Yes. Yeah. Election was based on a novel by this man who also wrote the book on which the insipid film Little Children was based. He also wrote a story about one of the great quiz bowlers of all our time entitled The Weiner Man. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I was about. Um, Smith. Uh, it's Tom Perotta. Okay. That's um, one So that's
toss-up seven. One fictional resident of the city makes macaroni art of Jack Nicholson, who uh, she mistakenly calls the Golden Bear. That one belongs to the city's area craft, Kate Yearly, and is married to a man who has many figurative ways to complete the simile. I'll be on you like, and tells people he's going to come out there and whoop your ass. Created by this city's KMOD, that resonates... So, Tulsa. Power. What is this from? Um, I have nothing until KMOD, and that came, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> is that a radio station? It's just like, it is a radio okay. station in Tulsa, and I grew up in Tulsa, so that was ass luck that that clue came with <laughs> One of many things about baseball that is more interesting than the game itself is the wacky reasons that players miss games. For 10 points each, this disease caused David Wells to miss a start in 2006. It is a form of arthritis that is caused by high levels of uric acid. So, gout. Uh, this hard-throwing Tigers Libra was put on the DL with a strained forearm in 2006. He was injured after playing too much Guitar Hero. Sumaya. In 1930, Clint Rim a member of this team missed some games after he was kidnapped by gamblers, or so he claimed. The team still made the World Series that year. Uh, did he say 30? So is that the Athletics? Uh, athletics. It's the St. Louis Cardinals. Wow, that's pretty Concept 8. This 2007 Puisa Athletic Association Athlete of the Year led the National League in sacrifice uh, flies last year with 11. One of the factors that led to him winning his second straight Silver Slugger Award. This player hit a walk-off single to send the United States to the semifinals of the most recent World Baseball Classic. He has four RBIs in his first playoff appearance in 2006, where his team lost the NLCS. And this player has zero hits in the final games of last game of last season, when his team was eliminated on the final day of the season for the second straight year. David Wright. Yeah. That's the... Uh, so many Mets. Uh, oh, that's right. He really good against the Cardinals playoff I, 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 I was like, wait, we'll baseball cards. Uh, your bonus. A university based in this city has the mascot Wildcat Willie and is served by Sawyer International Airport for 10 points each. I am by the city the most populous in Michigan's Upper Pencil, Peninsula. Like, uh, no, no, it's in the uh, Upper Peninsula? What's that called? Pascatin or something? Like Ypsilanti? Okay, yeah. sure. It's Marquette. Uh, this critically acclaimed graphic novel is partially set in Marquette. It depicts the adolescence of another Craig Thompson. Of author, author Craig Thompson. What? The graphic Comic. novel set in Marquette. Um, Answer. Watchmen. No. Blankets. Uh, this man stars in Anatomy of a Murder set near Marquette. He also starred in such films as Philadelphia Story and Harvey. So that's not Jimmy Stewart, right? Yeah. Stewart. Toss up uh, nine. On the album American Idol Season 5 Encores, this song was covered by Kelly Pickler. When this song was originally released as a single, it was paired with the song of Poor Man's Riches or Rich Man's Gold. The use of the pathetic fallacy in this song has often been remarked upon as at one point the speaker notices a weeping willow which seems to be crying on his pillow and speculates that perhaps he's crying for me. Uh, the speaker also comments on the night winds which whispered to her as the skies turn gloomy and proclaims that she is as lonesome as I can be. The title action of this song takes place along the highway and occurs out in the starlight. For 10 points, name this song, which in 1957 was a huge hit for Patsy Cline. Crazy. It's... No, 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 neck, no, no, no. Sorry, you're right. Neck five. Um, no, no, no. There's more? Or, yeah, there is. It's whose title refers to a form of nocturnal locomotion. Damn. 
sleepwalking? I go up. What's it called? Walking after. Yeah. Oh, walking oh, walk okay. after midnight. I, I don't know. That's probably what it's called. Um. Okay. Uh. Toss up ten. A parody of this show sees a painter named Vladimir tell Cindy that's that's just slutty after Cindy puts her fist in her mouth. One character on this show realizes he is holding a gun to his wife when she identifies the location of a dog's medicine. Another character on this show adopts the alias Jason Tominsky and takes a job at Copy Kingdom in Nowhere Man, a related webisode series. That character, Eric Doyle, forces three women to participate in a variant of Russian roulette in his old puppet theater, but he is captured after some Heroes. Oh, right. The, the guy who makes people do yeah. stuff. Oh, it's Heroes. Because I heard Copy Kingdom, but it's not Heroes, I'm not sure. Cartoon characters um, shilling for stuff ain't what they used to be. Answer some questions about them for 10 points each. This company employs a purple-haired secret agent named Erin to sell you insurance. <laughs> she has had some adventures of slam dunking over a robot and defusing a bomb with an apple. E-shirts. It is e-shirts. E-shirts. This khaki's Honda mascot characteristically <laughs> answers annoying exhortations by seeming to tap on the glass of your television screen from the inside. Wikipedia claims that he's gay, but what does that even mean? It's uh, Mr. Opportunity. I'm not gay. <laughs> this Avon pirate uh, buried the Fruit Loops-based treasure currently being sought by Toucan Sam and his nephews, Huey, Susie, and Lewis. No. <laughs> you guys aren't up on the current Fruit Loops continuity? more iconic than that. Like, um, some, like some color of a beard, maybe? Um, it's Yellow beard. And it's black beet. Black. Black. Oh, oh, back. Back. So that's a uh, 20. Gore check. Uh, uh, 75 to 155. Yep. Right, let's get some questions. Alright, toss up 11. This tennis player has yet to earn his driver's license, although he practiced for his test by driving a go-kart during this year's Wimbledon final. His first appearance in a Grand Slam was the 2006 Wimbledon, where he lost to David Nalbandian in the third round. This man is only the fifth player in tennis history to be ranked in the top 100 by the age of 18. He opened this year by winning the Abu Dhabi... Oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, Djokovic? No. Oh, no, no. I know who it is now. Oh, darn. And Doha tournament titles. And last year, he reached his first Grand Slam final in the 2008 US Open, where he lost to Roger Federer. This man advanced to... Advanced the furthest out of any British player in this year's Wimbledon, where he lost in four sets to Andy Roddick. For ten points, name a Scottish tennis player. There you go. Fergus. Andy Murray. Yeah. yeah, that's all. I was on the album top of the was a 12. A 2008 movie by this name, which was directed by Sacha Bennett, centers on three, di- uh, three different groups who are all trying to rob the same bank on the same day. C.B. Wonder released a song about this type of heartbreak, while David Wisner wrote a Caldecott-winning book by this name about flying frogs. An actress with this name was nominated for an Oscar for her role in Looking for Mr. Goodbar, and a recent Visa commercial features Morgan Freeman asking if you've even taken your daughter to the aquarium on this day of the week. Tuesday. Afternoon. It's, it's right, but... Yeah. 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 Okay. You don't need that. Are you going to the recording on a Tuesday? Yeah, it's close in there. That was Lamar Odom. <laughs>
Uh, okay. Uh, this artist's latest album, Shine, has yielded such hits as Ride and I Just Call You Mine for 10 points each. Name the singer whose earlier albums include Timeless and 2007's Waking Up Laughing. Uh, what's her name? Alicia Keys. Mm, Keys. Uh, it's Martina McBride. McBride's hit for these times was inspired by the electoral defeat in 2006 of this Pennsylvania senator who's been a particular bet noir of Dan, Dan Savage. Uh, McBride's Timeless includes a cover of Today I Started Loving You Again and a 1968 hit for this singer whose record, who recorded numerous hits with The Strangers. His albums include I'm a Lonesome Fugitive. Is another country guy? Yeah. Uh, Billy Nelson. Mm, probably not. Answer? Nelson. It's Merle Haggard. Oh. You're right about being old, but wrong. Yeah. Um, toss up 13. This album originated from songs written while two of the members of the band that recorded it were filming a movie in Australia. The penultimate track on this album refers to someone sitting in a silk upholstered chair, talking to some rich folks and claiming that Lil Susie thinks she's the queen of the underground. Paul Buckmaster plays strings on this album's Moonlight Mile, while his track You Gotta Move is a cover of a song by Mississippi Fred McDowell and Reverend Gary Davis. One song of this album sees a singer tell someone that they have cocaine eyes and speed freak jive. That song, Can't You Hear Me Knockin', is the longest on the album. This album, most notably song, is... Most noble songs include the country-inspired Wild Horses and a song about a man having sex with a slave, Brown Sugar. For 10 points, name this 1971 Rolling Stones album with an iconic cover. <laughs> so, here, Sticky Fingers? Ah, uh, yeah. I did lose Rolling Stones from Kenny and Yonaki. I just don't know no albums that well. All of it's hard to uh, This hockey team has only appeared in the postseason five times in its history, losing in the first round each time it that it appeared, and it has not made the postseason since, at 2002, for 10 points each. Name this NHL team whose captain is Shane Doan. Um, Nashville, could be Columbus, How about Nashville? It's the Phoenix Coyotes. Um, the Coyotes were located in this Canadian city before they moved in 1995. Since then, residents of the city have sold themselves by going to Blue Bomber games. Winnipeg. The Coyotes' first captain was this American who led the NHL in goals in 1997 while playing for, this, for the team. He currently plays for the Blues and is a member of the Ultra Elite 500 Goal Club. Um, well, it's... I can't pronounce his name to save my life, but it's like... Kachuk? Close yes, that's Kachuk. Kachuk. Okay. Just Kachuk. Just um, knock out the T and say Kachuk. So that's 20... Okay. Yeah, that's good. Clear, clear. Uh, in his first year, Ugly Kid Joe brought, uh, brought down the house with a performance of Everything About You, while the chorus of Brian Adams' Everything I Do was covered by William Shatner. In 2005, Yellow Card performed a cover of Don't You Forget About Me as part of a celebration at the Breakfast Club. It once featured a Best Sandwich category, which went to the, a ham and cheese on sliced bread, which has been featured in Smoke, and also briefly featured a Best Dress category which in the first of the two years it was handed out, went to the star of The Cell. Dakota Fanning won the first Best Frightened Performance Award, while it... Like the MTV Movie Awards? Yeah. Alright, your bonus. In the upcoming fall television season, is the, okay, it's full of shows based on novels. 
Uh, answer some questions about them for 10 points each. Okay. HBO is uh, adapting both George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Fire and Ice and this novel about hermaphrodite, Cal Stephanides. Um, no idea. Uh, this is gonna be a bonus on literary books and those TV shows. Uh, Middlesex. ABC is adapting this novel by Robert Sawyer, in which every person on earth sees a vision of the future. The series will feature the talent of Joseph Fiennes and Sonia Walger. Flash forward. Yeah. Um, AMC is uh, adapting a series based on this novel in which the titular magician travels across the country due to a suspicion that he was involved in President Harding's death. So something about Houdini, probably, like, um, they want to sew a novel, so, like, framing Houdini. It's, uh, Carver Beats the Devil. So that was... Who's the magician? Carver. Okay. of 15. In one of his appearances, this man pointed out various four-letter words facing Michael Schiavo, such as that the vital signs of his W-I-F-E were F-L-A-T, which made her D-E-A-D. This man's feud with Alessandro Stanley led him to claim most female comics are dykes, Jews, or butch, while this man uh, frequently debates against his brother, Peter. On Bill Maher's real time, this man addressed rapper most... Hitchens? Yes, power. Mostly. Um, answer the following about Breakfast at Tiffany's and various media for 10 points each. Philip Seymour Hoffman won an Oscar for portraying this author of the book in a 2006 biopic. Uh, the song Breakfast at Tiffany's was the only hit for this group. Deep Blue Something. The singer Holly Golightly takes her name from the protagonist of the book. this book. She... Of the book. She portray, uh, performed in three, The Head Coat Tease, a band inspired by this man who also fronted Three Milkshakes and th- or The Milkshakes and The Mighty Caesars as part of the punk collective Med- Medway Poets. So some really famous punk guy who's like Gigi Allen. Uh, it's Billy Childish. So it was 20... Toss up 16. One album by this band has a working title, Mr. Evil Breakfast, and featured repeated references to fire as a tribute to a fire at the Club Tyrone's. One song by this band claims that Communi de, de Rain and refers to the title figures swallowing the ocean, while another was a joke aimed at this band manager. At this band's manager, Bird is down, claiming you'll wind up in some factory. A more recent song by this band noted, It seems a shame you waste your time for me and plaintively asks what about me, in addition to me and honey. The... Smashing Pumpkins? Uh, no. Came up um, the... The songs Seven Chinese Brothers and Don't Go Back to Rockville appear on this band's album Reckoning. This band's drummer, Bill Berry, retired between the albums New Adventures and Hi-Fi and... Uh, uh, though he has since recorded some songs with Peter Buck and Mike Mills with this band. For 10 points, I didn't buy this Athens, Georgia band of Stan and Losing My Religion, oh, named for a stage of sleep. Yeah. Your bonus. Answer the following about at least quasi-progressive rock songs about 
the uh, radio for 10 points each. This Genesis song from the Duke album has the singer noting that all he needs is a TV show, that and the radio. The chorus later calls the listener to the wireless with a titular exhortation. Uh, turn your radio on? It's turn it on again. Ah. This album contains Rush's characteristic exclamation salesman from their first major hit, The Spirit of Radio. Salesman. Um, so I'm looking for an app. I don't know. Did he say Invisible or Airwaves already? Um, invisible Airwaves. It's uh, Permanent Waves. This drummer for Queen wrote their annoying hit, Radio Gaga, so as HSNCT recently taught us, you can thank him for the five plays of Just Dance you hear every time you drive anyway. Um, I'm probably still curious that was a fine place for that clue, maybe not. Uh, I have no idea what this actual answer is. Um, answer? Uh, Smith. It's Roger Meadows Taylor. Do you remember the band I don't really So zero. I guess just a whole buttload of Queen stuff that high schoolers would be less likely to know after all. Also, 17. A pivotal uh, scene in this work takes place at the burger hole where one character is forced to apologize to a short Asian man whom he detests. Another pair of characters suffers a, suffers a rift after getting separated at a party which involves an Xbox game as well. Role models? Power. Yeah. That's right. He's like, watch Yeah, it's like, like Where'd the kid go? <laughs> <laughs> Julie McCullough was fired from her role on this show after she posed for Playboy for 10 points each. I didn't buy the show where McCullough played the girlfriend of Kirk Cameron's Mike. Okay, so growing up. This actor has had a recurring role as Carol's boyfriend, Sandy, on Growing Pains. Other minor roles for this main man include Joe Quincy on The West Wing and Todd Merrick on Ally McBeal. Um, oh, is that Bradley Whitford? Whitford? It's uh, Matthew Perry. Mike's brother, Ben, on Growing Pains, was played by this actor who more recently and more depressingly has been no. seen uh, playing Miller. a dollar millionaire in a McDonald's ad. Yeah, Jeremy Miller. Sure. Okay, Miller. Uh, yes. So that's... I'm just going through that opening sequence. Yeah. Is it possible? Awesome? Toss-up 18. His protagonist shaved his head in tribute to his friend, Tim Olsen, whose mother was suffering from cancer. <laughs> This? Yes, power. Oh. <laughs> it's a comic strip. Oh, nice. Comic. Uh, this NBA draft sees the selection of Oroid players such as Mel, Dinnerpail, Turpin, and Charles Barkley, who were uh, selected fifth by the Sixers for 10 points each. I didn't buy uh, the year this NBA draft was held. It saw Hakeem Olajuwon selected number one by the Houston Rockets. Yeah, 1984. The most famous uh, blunders in the 1984 draft was uh, Portland selection in this Kentucky well, Center with the yeah. second pick, one uh, spot ahead of Michael Jordan. Sambui. Yeah. Um, the Spurs selected this point guard out of Arkansas with the seventh pick. He was known for his tenacious defense, yeah, making four all-star games and winning the 1986 Al- defensive Alvin, Alvin Robertson. Robertson, yeah. Robertson. Yeah. He's a quadruple double guy. That's Oscar Robinson. So no, no. no. Alvin, Alvin Robertson got a quadruple double. 
Das ist tough, wenn es in der Schlag ist. Ja. Nineteen. After declining a Rhodes Scholarship, this person coached a team that lost the so-called Bad Water Game to Wisconsin. The previous year, this man's team was defeated by a Northwestern team, which was led by a, a back whom this man would later draft to helm a T formation. This coach would be replaced in his best-known job by Blanton Collier, having earlier transgressed the so-called gentleman's agreement to play Bill Willis and Marion Motley alongside the aforementioned quarterback Otto Graham in the. Uh, AAFL. For 10 points, Miss Paul Brown. Yes. This author's latest novel, Obsession, centers on Priscilla Bingham, who discovers that her uh, late husband led a weird sex life for 10 points each. Name this woman whose own sex life includes marriages to Leopold Stokowski and Cindy oh. Lumet. Oh. So, Cindy Lumet, uh, was it in Hungry Bird Ring? No. It's Road Obsession. Answer? Smith. It's Gloria Vanderbilt. This son of Gloria Vanderbilt and CNN anchor remarked that the six most surprising words a mother can say to her husband or to her son are, Honey, I'm writing an erotic novel after Obsession came out. It's like Anderson Cooper? Like sure. Who, yeah. who could this be? CNN anchor? Yeah. Cooper? Yeah. In Obsession, most of the... Orgies take place in a Brooklyn sex mansion named for this Roman god. In the word of Marvel Comics, a man of this surname discovered mega power and battled the Fantastic Four. Sounds like Bacchus or something. Uh, Mars, Bacchus. Who um, else? Like Roman. Juno. Answer. Jupiter. Janus. Janus. Oh, that makes. Well, that would be a better Roman god, I guess. Yeah. All right. Also, bigger scorcher. Yeah. Uh, 230 to Hale expressed uh, a shock that this show's official episode guide by Paul Rubitis is light on substance and full of flop. Pets on this show include the Corgi Rascal, the Terrier Martini, and the Picking Yees Wednesday, while minor characters include handyman Hank Fawcett, butler Bryant Horowitz, and Keith, the brother of one of the main figures. The Shannon sisters are likely to feature prominently on this show in the future since the main stars are leaving to pursue activities like leading the world's largest bikini march, hosting Bridges' Sexiest... Beaches. Girls Next Door? Yeah. Nice. Okay, so... Playboy? <laughs> we need to get two here. Oh, God. Okay. Your bonus. Sports, 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 sports. <laughs> Astoundingly, this sitcom only lasted for one season before being canceled in 2004 for 10 points each. Name the show in which the actress who gave the program its title starred as Mavis Ray, a former diva who went on to own the Lamont Hotel. Is this the Freddie Prince Jr. show? So, what's it called? Freddie? No, 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 the no, hotel one. one. Uh, so, what was that hotel one? Answer? It's Whoopi. Whoopi. Oh, shit. If you saw Whoopi, you might have enjoyed Omid Jalili's work as an Arab janitor. He also voiced the perfectionist on this spinoff of Space Ghost, whose title character works for the firm of Seven and Seven. Oh, it's that Brad. No, 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 no. The attorney law thing. The oh, Harvey, right. Birdman. Harvey Birdman attorney law. Yeah, Harvey Birdman attorney law. Uh, yes. Okay. 
This actor voiced Judge Mentalk on Harvey Birdman and played scrupulous attorney Wayne Jarvis on Arrested Development before appearing on Kath and Kim. Oh, Kath and Kim. Who's oh. the dad? The no, it's that guy. He's on. He's in that. He's in the Ugly Truth too. What's his name? He's in so many. Oh, Gerard Butler. What? Gerard Butler. Butler. No, it's, it's not uh, John Michael Higgins. Oh, okay. 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 Oh, I didn't know which one. Kath and Kim's a show. Oh. It's on ABC. Also. Yeah. ABC. Final score, Unrestricted Free Agents 225, Silicon Rage 230.